Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters and horrible flashbacks of uh, child entertainment will just invade your brain and you won't be able to get them out. Right, and then you'll go evil and like <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. superheroes. Yeah, uh, but before that happens, I'm Zach and joining me this week, we've got Lexi. Uh, who are you going to be after that happens? Um, David. That's how you con- That's how you change me back. That's oh, the, the okay. that's the code word that converts me back from Zach to David. Oh uh, boy, that's also- un- that's unfortunate. Yeah, we've also got Mike. Hey, I am also here. Hooray! We've got uh, Emily. Hi, I want a boat that looks like a game controller, like this this robot man has, because that would be cute. I I think. Yeah, I want one too. You're right. We'll have to, there's a lot of things I have to say about the aesthetics of this episode. Uh, and we've got Simon. Hey. Yeah, Simon hasn't been on forever. Yeah, That's true. Exciting. Welcome back. Thank you. It's been a crazy social, a crazy number of social Saturday evenings I've had since like early October. Oh, look at look at you, Mister! I've got a social I've life. I've got some kids nip, nip, and a bunch nip. of family, and everybody I know has a birthday at this time of year. La di da. <laughs> Everybody most people know has a birthday, yep. but then you said the rest of the sentence, yeah. so I should have just shut up and not said that thing. Uh, anyway. At least you recognize it. <laughs> Simon, do you have any Simon updates for us since uh, you've been on last? Hold uh, on. Uh, uh, Eric, can you play the uh, newsroom-esque <laughs> theme song to the Simon update? <laughs> the Simon update, yeah. Simon update. So my, my my son is afraid of clowns. We just discovered today, and he was like telling us about these still at at dinner time. Like I saw two clowns today, and we're like, oh yeah, did you like him? And he said, no, I'm afraid of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> good. There you go. I love his good update. <laughs> my, yeah, I love that he didn't l- try to lie about it. He wasn't nope. like, yeah, it was okay. He's just like, no, no, I hate the, them. The, the, the way it was like he really like. Gone, gone over his fear and just like rationalized it and said, "No, you know what? I just hated them." 
It's not. I'm not. I'm not mad about it anymore. But fuck him. <laughs> that's fair. Okay, that's fair. Well, uh, we have some. Um, let's see. We've got some things to talk about. Uh, but really quickly before that. Uh, I mostly asked you about the Simon update for a selfish reason, which is that I want to give a Zach update. Oh, I see. Right. Eric, play I, the uh, the theme song for the Zach update, which is mostly the same as the Simon update, but there's more like honking clown noises and farts. <laughs> the Zach update. <laughs> but the reason I wanted to give a Zach update is because uh, we're recording this right after Thanksgiving. Uh, and I had to do the requisite family things. I had to go visit, um, some family in Georgia and it was a thing. It was as it goes. However, uh, I did go to a Bigfoot museum, uh, (laughs) in Blue Ridge, Georgia. And I wanted to bring this up because, uh, the, the front half of the museum was basically pretty straight laced. Like, uh, here are some articles uh, and like video, uh, uh, video recordings of people giving eyewitness accounts. No real like, no like attempt to to f- you know fake up some some evidence or anything like that. Oh, you mean in, they like, didn't the have first... any stuffed Bigfoot on display? No, so not in the first two rooms. And then like in the third room, it was like here's a bunch of like f- you know extremely fake looking like. Yeti hides and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Uh, and See, that, like, that's how they okay, catch it. Um, Yeti, very different species from Bigfoot. Like, not. Yo, not well, they had Yeti, s- Sasquatch, and B- Bigfoot all, all oh on display. God, so, what a fucking <laughs> shit show of a museum! Like, who organized this nonsense? I mean, listen, you got to branch out sometimes. And uh, then, and then, like, they had some recordings of what they said was like Bigfoot language. Which was very funny because they had three different ones and all of them sounded like completely different, different fake recordings, which was funny. They didn't even coordinate them. And then we got to the last room, which was where they basically said their their most important evidence was, uh, which was like several castings of foot and handprints. And then literally the last the last thing in the museum, and if I will try to remember to put up a picture of it on the Facebook group, is a casting of a Sasquatch buttocks print. Oh, very That nice. is the oh last thing in the museum God. before you leave the museum is an ass print. P- point of, of order. Why is it called <laughs> Bigfoot and not Big Butt? <laughs> it is was a very butt? large butt. Can we not Yeah, it's a huge it? butt. It would be yeah, pretty I'm, disappointing <laughs> if Bigfoot had a tiny ass. My anacryptid don't want... No, no sorry. <laughs> Bigfoot, um, Bigfoot surprisingly anyway. has no ass and a tiny urethra. <laughs> oh, my God. Damn it, Bobby. Uh, but speaking of uh, speak of the Facebook group and having your whole ass out... Um, <laughs> yes. So Eric did a really cool thing. Oh, and, yes. Uh, and got Aww, some clips from listeners yeah, for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, telling us what the show meant to them. I need to address something on that. Um, I don't hate the show. <laughs> yeah yeah i don't unabashedly love it the way some of the fools on this program do oh, wait, this does wait, not wait. mean i do not enjoy it <laughs> i think love is a strong word for the way i feel about yeah, power it's, rangers it's, it's, it's a very strong word um 
But I was going to say the, the, the having your ass out uh, was referring to the fact that Eric made a mistake. Uh, he did this great thing, but he did make one screw up. He missed one of the uh, of the of the messages, and I'm going to go ahead and read it now because I don't want to get lost in the shuffle. And I want to do it. I'm doing it here up at the top because I know if I save it for the end when we get to like emails and stuff, I'm going to forget it, and it's only going to get worse the more times we forget to do it. Okay, uh, go for so it. So a message here from listener Jasmine. Uh, TWA is great show. That's been giving me chuckles and interesting theory crafting vibes for like a year now, and I'm very grateful for the amount of work that's done by all the team members, including the er- including the editor, uh, who I'm making read this. Hi, Eric. Uh, ironically, Eric is not the one who's reading it, but there we go. Uh, <laughs> cheers, and here's to the next season of Aliens with Battleborgs. <laughs> okay, now, now speaking of shows I legitimately do not like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's weird that you made ten episodes of a podcast you didn't enjoy. Um, <laughs> the podcast was fun. The show it was about was not. I, I listen. I agree on that point. So, but yeah, I but also, seriously yeah, thank, thank you, you so, thank you, Jasmine. So much. And sorry thank we you. missed your message the first time around. Yeah, thanks, and, and thank you, Eric, for putting that whole thing together and also uh, making those two bullshit theme songs. I just kind of demanded of you. <laughs> <laughs> But seriously, thank you to Eric, and thank you for all the listeners. Like, you guys are are a really big part of why we like doing the show, and thank all the stuff you guys sent in meant a lot to us. Um, it, it was very sweet. Uh, Lexi does not hate the show, and it would be boring if we all just gave it constant praise. So, <laughs> um, Someone's got to be the yeah. voice of reason, keeping everyone, uh, keeping the keeping show, I guess, centered in a realistic appraisal. That's fair. I mean, li- listen, I have fun discussing it, and I, I love the weird, stupid moments about this show, but let- let's be real. I I said, like, right when we started this whole thing, I would never have watched it if it weren't for this podcast, and when this podcast ends, I'm going to stop. Oh, Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so so thank you so much for everybody who did that, and, and we look forward to... Doing it for another year, uh, provided we don't just peace out when we get to Turbo, which <laughs> I hope doesn't happen, but yeah, we'll that's got to be a <laughs> real test of our dedication. I, I actually, again, and I say this as someone who's not actually invested in Power Rangers in any way, I, I really want to get past the Zordon era just so I know. Yeah. Just to yeah. find out what's going on over there. I think if we get past Turbo, that like kind of nothing can stop us. That's like the one yeah. thing I'm really worried about. Because in space is actually really good. Well, I mean, it's at least as good as Zio. That's the thing for me is in space is the one I have nostalgia for. It's the one I remember fondly. So I got to get through Turbo so I can see in space. Once in space is done, fuck it, I'm out. <laughs> so there you go. Lexi will be gone after in space. <laughs> but yeah. So thank you again to everybody. And now let's move very quickly into. Talking about things. And, wait, uh, wait, were basically... we not talking about things this whole entire time? I guess we have. Well, I no, just they, have a quick. We've had updates. We've had like a correction or like an addendum to a previous podcast. Now we're up to things. Then we can move on to stuff. Maybe then I don't know. But there you go. Yeah. So things. this happened a couple of weeks ago, and I wanted to talk about it really quickly, uh, especially since Simon is back on this episode, um, which is that 
There is a uh, there was a USA Today article that Fletcher, uh, our friend of the podcast, Fletcher, brought to our, our attention. At this point, more of a US USA last week. Yes, yeah, it's it's uh, let's see, November thirteenth, so it's been a little bit, but yeah, as of this recording, eleven days. Yeah, uh, but he brought it to our attention, and it is a list by a uh, a, a an organization called uh, Watch, which stands for. Uh, world against toys causing harm because oh, yeah. boy, you just gotta make it into a into an acronym that actually is a word. Um, and I think calling themselves a, world is a little presumptuous. Like they're not an yeah. entire planet of people there. It's a parents group that, nah, that parents tries groups to raise. Always assume they're the only ones. Yeah, <laughs> who with well, an opinion. True. To be fair, we are the only people. So. It's a parents group that tries to bring awareness about toys that could be dangerous for kids, which is a, a, a noble goal, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and they put this list out every year. And the reason it was brought to our attention is because there is a Power Rangers toy on it this this year. The Power Rangers Super Ninja Steel Superstar Blade, which is a plastic toy sword. Um, and the, the reason I wanted to talk about this list, other than just, yo, a Power Rangers toy is on it, uh, is... That it is an interesting mix of things that I think make total sense to be on a list, such as, like, a little dog that you pull on a string that looks very, very choky for yep. small children. Um, Plus, we everyone knows kids love eating dogs. <laughs> and then... Uh, Stuff like a toy sword where basically they're saying if your children beat each other with it, it could be dangerous. Right. Which Yes, <laughs> fair point. You're not wrong. I mean, um, you, you could. In have... fairness, like have like other than the the strangly dog leash, all of the all of the things seem to to boil down to like there's a pointy bit, there's a bit with a fast moving projectile, or there's or this thing would be really easy to get the battery out and swallow it. Right. And that's yeah. pretty the, much all it boils down to. And I think that choking and, and like that type of hazard is is completely legitimate. Yeah. Um, it's just like there's a nerf gun on here, and it basically says if you point it at your face and shoot it from two feet uh, from two inches away, it will hurt you. Right. And <laughs> but but the thing I, is that those kinds of toys are already kind of re- recommended for ages, whatever it is, seven or eight and up, and. You know, they're meant to play around with and with some kind of controlled, supervised risk, <laughs> like uh, inherent to their use, I guess. And it's not the same as a toy meant for like a small toddler that is like in, yeah, like modeled yeah. after a weapon or something. Because, right. like, be... I'm not saying to give a Nerf gun to a two year old and then just leave the room. No, of course and not. And just see what happens. <laughs> but, but, as an experiment, them... a social experiment. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh God, yes. I, okay, so I'm gonna kind of, I'm gonna kind of play the counter argument in the room. I'm gonna kind of be the, the the devil's avocado here. Oh my uh, God, why? I, why did you yeah, say that's, that? That's Michael? totally a stolen joke from an old web comic. You're welcome. <laughs> um, but like, I I do I do actually think that it's important to have sort of watchdogs for toy safety like this to exist because I remember growing up and I remember shit like that, like Cabbage Patch doll that ate kids' hair and shit yeah. like that. Yes, 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 yes. That. That's fair, yeah. Here's the thing, there are organizations dedicated to doing this. This isn't that. This is just some fucking parents who are taking it upon themselves to bitch about stuff. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. 
Um, but but the the other problem I have is is like these are supposed to be the ten most dangerous toys of the year, and what is not on this list is baseball bat, right? Or for like like things that have been around for you know a hundred years that are far more dangerous than uh, like this little plastic knife that you can use to cut Marbles. little plastic fruit in half. Tiny magnets. Yep. Right, oh, like, I mean, listen, it's at some point, you know, you have to accept that you've lost the battle. Like, they're not going to recall horseshoes at this point. <laughs> um, but like, the, thing with the, the thing with the ninja steel sword is, like, how many plastic swords were made for toys this year? Why did they zero in on this one? Because there's, like, ninja turtle swords. There's, like... In fairness, you look at the sword. So this sword is supposed to be covered with, like, like fire, like fake yeah. fire. Yeah, so it has this, pointy bits. This sword is, is like, it's jagged. It's all it's it's got so many points. It's not what points. it says though. It says impact injuries to face and body. It doesn't right. talk about those jagged parts at all. That's why I'm saying this. This literally is like this is a stick. I mean, getting stabbed <laughs> by jagged bits, I would consider that an impact injury. Yeah, I, I think I think the pointy bits is what makes it more dangerous than just that any old is a regular sword. Injury, not a bludgeoning <laughs> attack. It's a totally different type of damage. I mean, those are both impacts though. Like bludgeoning is not the only kind of impact. Listen, right, the you thing should is, be you should be careful if your child is weak to piercing. If if they're weak to, <laughs> if they're weak to blunt, it's fine. Let's 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 you and I get into a fight. You get a regular toy sword, I get the pointy sword, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's just a, a a kind of a funny thing and like again, be careful with the kids you give your toys. Make sure they're age appropriate and all be that stuff. Be careful with the kids you give your toys. You're right, Zach. You should Is be that careful what I said? The kids yeah, you give it your was. Toys. Handle kids with care. I cannot <laughs> stress this I was, enough. I was, I was kind of just, I was holding weeks. back because I, I knew like someone was going to jump on him, but I didn't want us all to do it at once. So it's just like it was like a game of chicken. Like, okay, who's going to call Zach out on this one? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's the things. So let's move on to talking about epi- season one episode. Episode 8, The Puppet Blaster of Power Ranger Zeo. Puppet Blaster sounds like a real dangerous toy. I'm just trying to think of, like, I gotta find the right kid for this sword toy, you know? I gotta, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> just find the right kid for this sword. It's a kid you hate, because that kid is a fan of Ninja Steel. I <laughs> love pointy things. <laughs> That's the kid I need. Uh, but yes, I to your point, uh, the the puppet blaster does sound like uh, a dangerous toy. It also is the creepiest name of an episode that I can yeah. remember in a while. I don't. In like fairness, it. it's not the name so much as the thumbnail that Netflix gave it. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. it's kind of everything. <laughs> yes, this yeah. is some this Let's is some see. children of the damned shit. There's no part of this package that I enjoy. Lexi uh, messaged us bef- like uh, an hour before we started recording and was basically just like, hey, guys, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> I was less than a minute into the show at that point. <laughs> Which I think is fair. I mean, we'll definitely let, let, let's get into it, shall we? In fairness, I think the first minute of the show is the only part that kind of holds up. <laughs> it's everything else that, that confuses me. And Lexi, it's weird that you hate this because the first thing we see in this episode is an instruction to love it. So you should love Captain Pete. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you know okay. me. Uh, I do whatever a sign tells me. Yeah. All right. So, so can, yeah, I, so can, we- I, uh, can I? Can I? Can uh, I? Can uh, I? Yeah. Uh, Your Honor, can I take the floor uh, as as the Captain Pete and Puppet Master, Puppet Man? Sorry, uh, Defense Force for a moment. We haven't okay, even met them ahead. yet. Um, 
Okay, so I actually, and we were kind of talking about this uh, in the Slack chat before we started. I was talking about this with with, with Simone. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a lot of times where this show has attempted to create some sort of in-universe TV show or video game or property or movie. Game show, like Halloween game show host. Yeah. Oh, man, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's not believable as a real thing that could exist. Mm-hmm. This, this, what we're seeing here is a performer that's supposed to be like, and the vibe I get from it is it's supposed to be kind of a local uh, kids TV show celebrity it's the kind of thing that used to happen a lot back in the day it was still happening in the 90s not so much anymore but like how all the big cities would have like some local children's TV icon yeah uh, you know like like some like Bozo the Clown is the one I remember from when I was growing up right like Bozo it became kind of national but started as a as a local thing yeah he yeah. was based get, out of Chicago I get you. Uh, yeah, and so and this this is believable because like Captain Pete, he's his whole thing is he's a ship's captain and he juggles, mm-hmm. which makes sense. Those kinds of icons tend to be like, you know, like performers in some sort of skill that you would see like like near like you'd be nearby to be like a juggler, a magician, a puppeteer, a clown, a mime, what have you. And appropriately enough, he's got a sidekick called the Puppet Man uh-huh. that initially seems like it's supposed to be in a guy in a suit, which again. Again, we're still on solid ground if that's the case at the start. But it's this not. is where well, this well, is where on, I have let, to, let me get okay. there because, like, because that's a standard thing. Like, you know, you have a character that's maybe a puppet on the TV show, but when you go to the live show, it's a guy in a suit. Like yeah. Sesame Street Live does that shit. It's when we get beyond this point. Yeah. <laughs> this is the problem I have, and let's let's start. So yes, uh, we skipped it a little bit, but basically we open. In I just want to. I just want to say in response to Mike's opening statement here. Um, uh huh. I I do agree that whoever they got to play Captain Pete appears to be doing a very good job at the, you know, role he's meant to be in. I yeah. would not be surprised if this was his, you know, normal vocation. Mm-hmm. And if so, I uh, hope he was very successful and wish him all the best. But mm-hmm. um, he is going to hell along with his little pu- <laughs> little robot puppet friend. And uh, that is that is where they they belong for the horrors that they have inflicted upon us. Okay, so I, I actually am kind of into into Captain Pete and Puppet Man because, like, and again, this is kind of leading into like I actually buy this as a believable believable like show for little kids that could exist because, like, they even do the whole like you said the secret word routine. Oh yeah, yeah just straight up ripping off fucking Pee Wee. Uh-huh. I think Lexi's point is that just because it's accurate doesn't mean it's not horrifying. <laughs> You're both right. Absolutely. There's something about... So so hold on. Because we kind of skipped it. We open in the Jim and Juice bar. There's a man dressed up as a ship's captain. He's Captain Pete. He has a friend named Puppet Man. The, the, uh, the kids, or at least a couple of kids in the back, love him. Yes. Yeah, the kids love Captain Pete. His his main thing is he juggles apparently. Like that. Yeah. He's in, in fairness, this guy that they got's real good at juggling. Yes, yeah. and that's fine. He's good at and juggling, we'll- and he's good at like addressing a crowd of kids excitedly. Which yeah, is- he's really doing like the yeah. hey kids, it's yeah. me, Captain Pete. Like the whole thing. I have seen a lot of absolute trash, like yeah. clown slash just kids performance stuff, mostly yep. in the form of like shorts from the 50s and 60s that have yep. been riffed by popular, you know, media folk. Mm-hmm. And um when it's being done poorly, it is skin crawling in a way that, you know, vastly surpasses this. So I'll give him credit yes. for that. He's not creepy in uh like don't let your children near this man sense. Yeah, Cap- Captain Pete is not creepy. What's creepy is his sidekick, Puppet Man. <laughs> 
Puppet Man is Puppet Man is an actual robot. Is the thing that's weird about this? He's neither puppet nor man. Yeah, we've been dancing around this because here's the problem. You, so Mike, you're you're saying like uh, this is he's got a sidekick who's like a man in a suit, and that's, that's fine, how it seems in this first scene. It's not. Yeah, no, that's how it seems in this first scene. But we we gradually learn that we don't know what the fuck Puppet Man is. He's a robot. He's a robot. This he, this small again, town, like child entertainer, who basically probably does like kids parties when he hasn't managed to book Ernie's, you know, Jim and Juice Bar gym floor. He has a functioning robot. Yeah, like I assume, like because the kids know who he is, he has like a local TV show on like it's and it's and it's one of the one of like the higher number channels somewhere. Like you turn the dial to like twenty four, and mm-hmm. there he is. But he's got a dedicated fan base of the kids, and then he performs, and and then like right after him is the local news, whatever. And like Ernie got this thing, he arranged this thing where like, hey, Captain Pete's gonna perform a live show for the kids at the Jim and Juice Bar. It's a charity thing, maybe. Who knows? Right with his with his Satan robot. That's <laughs> like, yeah. this fucking Satan. What the fuck? He does look a little bit like a puppet, and like I said before at the beginning of the episode, he does have a bow that looks like a controller. Yeah, a PlayStation that you controller. Would presumably, control him with. Well, it's it's kind of looks more like one of those like games that like you plug and play hey, because hey. there's only a, yeah. a left and right. And hey, Emily, I've got a question. Why were you? Why were you the only one of us to pick up on it having like a controller that you could control him with? No, I caught that. I, I just didn't bring it up. <laughs> I mean, I, I saw the controller part. It never comes up throughout the episode, which you know, no, I assume doesn't. is a Sentai thing. But it's this. Yeah, I, I was gonna say this. This suit is definitely either the suit from the Sentai or a recreation of yeah. it. Here's how this breaks reality, though. This whole thing. Either Captain Pete is a genius engineer and inventor, and he made up this astoundingly like advanced robot in his spare time to be his sidekick on his show for children, and is therefore like, you know, he could be doing actual science and be a very successful that instead of doing what he does, which no judgment, maybe he just really loves being an entertainer, or the guy who made like, Static act- Shock. Uh- Dwayne McDuffie, I want to say. Yeah, yeah, that's him. He w- he he went to college when he was fourteen, and became got a PhD in physics. Yeah, and then, and then he just he decided made, to. Be then he wrote comic comics. books. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. That's fucking that. cool. Like it would be fine, but the other possibility is that these robots are common and anyone can afford one, and we've never seen one up until now. But everyone has them just off camera. Simone, a high schooler built a flying car. Yeah. Yeah, I think the fiction that has been established in this show already is makes it entirely believable that this guy is just able to do a singular piece of super science, which is build this absurd robot man. And yeah, he probably could do other stuff, but he doesn't want to build advanced robots and shit. He wants to entertain children. But, I mean, but does he have like a patent on Puppet Man and is he Probably getting, collecting checks on the side? Because he's playing at children's parties, which is not a high paying gig. What if he got commissioned Billy to make it for him? He might have done that. We've seen what Billy can just whip up. Like, clearly super science is a thing. Yeah. Like, I would assume other people are capable of doing shit like this too. And uh, like, most of them just have better stuff too. Like, what if super science is just a thing 
anyone in this universe can do, and for most people, it's just blasé. I mean, true, but I will say we've only ever seen Billy do it. We've never seen anybody else do it. We've we've seen what total just incredibly stupid people like Bulk and Skull have Because Billy's the do. only dork who's super into it. Everyone else is like, man, Billy's still wasting all his time making inventions and shit. <laughs> can, hey, can I um can I posit a third possibility? Sure. Um, which which is that Puppet Man is a man in a suit. Uh, King Mondo thinks it's a robot, takes over Puppet Man, the person in a suit, and then the Power Rangers murder him. At what the if end he of doesn't? <laughs> what if he doesn't take over Puppet Man? What if he just takes over Puppet Man's suit? So there's a person inside that screaming, please, God, help me. Yes. And then they kill him at the I end. The yes. And then they only rebuild the suit as an actual robot with Billy's help at the end of the episode. <laughs> Hold yeah, on. Mike, Hold go on. ahead. Uh, another possibility, and this is this is a less a lot less sinister and therefore a lot less hilarious than the one we just posed, But uh, so <laughs> y'all okay. might not like it so much. But what if Puppet Man is actually just a puppet? What if... What there if Captain no Pete is no just so good puppet. at puppetry, he can have this other fake person running around next to him while he's juggling? I mean, that's pretty incredible because he doesn't, like, do any puppetry at all. <laughs> so that would be pretty amazing. I mean, we uh, can't see the strings, but they're there. Yeah, yeah no strings on me. Yeah. yeah. Also, so Someone, he, I, like, make Puppet Man Ultron, There's some kind of edit joke there somewhere. Yeah, someone Please, please uh, re- redub the episode... Uh, voice with, James with Puppet Man voiced as James so Spader. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If Puppet Man is Ultron, who, who's Captain Pete? Stark? Uh, Quicksilver? I, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, if, okay. if, 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 if Captain Pete made him, then he's then then in the cinematic universe. He's it Tony was Stark. Stark. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. I like this version of Tony Stark a lot better. You know, the, the Tony Stark <laughs> that just kind of juggles and entertains children. So. This so now that we've basically talked about the metaphysical problems in this episode, we can move on. Okay, now the, on yeah. the question. Let's let's talk about the less metaphysical problems that are in this scene, which is that so all these kids are like little kids are watching this guy, and again, like I said, it's, he's believable as an act for very small children. Why are the Rangers in the audience? Because they made all this happen somehow Rocky in a way that's demanded never demanded that he explained. get to see Captain Pete and Puppet Man perform. Oh fuck, Captain I mean, Rocky yeah. fucking loves Captain yeah, Pete Rocky's and Puppet into Man. Yes. One of the first things any of the Rangers say is it's Rocky telling Ernie how great it is that he was able to arrange all this. You know, for the kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. This is for Rocky. This is it's Rocky's birthday or something. <laughs> <laughs> my other my other thought is, and this is again less funny than the first one, but uh I honestly didn't even question it because the Power Rangers are Ernie's de facto uh, workforce. So I just didn't even think about that, to be completely honest with you. I can also just see them, like, walking in to hang out at the juice bar and be like, oh, this is happening. Yeah, all right. (laughs) Yeah, they basically live there. So, like, that's, yeah. Um, But I like the Rocky theory better, so. Right. So so during this, this, you know, act... Uh, at some point, Captain Pete asks the the kids in the audience who their favorite superhero is, to which they all reply, the Power Rangers. Well, you, we, and we I have haven't, to like, say, we've gone past the part where we established that the secret word of the day is Power Rangers, which immediately makes me think of Pokemon, where everything is called Pokemon something. Is, is it like <laughs> everything... Is everything in the Power Rangers universe about the Power Rangers all the time? Oh, yeah, no, it's a Power Rangers economy at this point. 
There's yeah. so much Power Rangers merchandise, and the Rangers themselves don't get a single cut of it. But yes, here's the deal. They they say uh, they all say our favorite superhero is the Power Rangers. I feel like that's kind of an unfair poll because if <laughs> Superman were real, everyone's <laughs> right. favorite superhero would be Superman. Like that's a, that's not a fair question. <laughs> in fairness, the Rangers are not the only superheroes in this world, but their only competition is Master Rider and maybe right. the Beetleborgs. And, and we don't like to talk about them, so it's fine. Well, we we do more than the show does. Right. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the VR troopers are out there somewhere, but the kids don't give a shit. Uh-huh. Right. So also that causes Puppet Man to hurl confetti at the children in the audience. Because yeah. that, that's going to be the bit is that everyone's, every time someone says Power Rangers, Puppet Man has to splash them with a bucket of water or I guess confetti because they're not psychos that they are going to splash a bunch of kids. Yeah, the, the, the secret word rules are inconsistent because later it's going to be a pie. Yeah. But but it's it's water twice, confetti once, and pie. Yeah. I, like I guess just whatever Puppet Man has yeah. handy, he'll hit it's, you with. It's, it's Puppet Man's like slapstick trigger word. It's just whenever someone says yeah. it, I have trigger to like, hurt this person in a cartoon way. Right? Yeah, now. just don't. Uh, d- yeah, don't say the secret word around Puppet Man when you've got him in like the yeah. blood bank or something. Oh, you, 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 you just like lend some. You pan over to someone who's like eating a banana, and he goes, "Oh no!" And like Puppet Man <laughs> just goes for that peel. So at this point, uh, we cut up to the moon, uh, and King Mondo is calls the children contemptible urchins, which I just accurate. I I miss I miss the time when Zed and Rita would show their like just un unbridled contempt for very small children. So this is a, this is a good throwback. Um, but also then he says, if there's it's anything that grinds to my have gears, the villain of a children's show, hate children. Yeah. It's a, it's a real pull. Yeah. Uh, he says, if there's anything that grinds my gears, it's the irksome laughter of human children. I uh, remember that bit from family guy. It was really funny. Yeah, when Peter it made Griffin me think about it. family guy and I didn't like that. So that's, that's, <laughs> I didn't that. think about um, family guy cause I don't know that reference and I'm happy. For it. <laughs> it's okay. It's because <laughs> me and Simon are the bad people uh-huh. here. Uh, but then, how many references to Family Guy have has Zach made over the last like few episodes? Have I made more than one? I, I yeah, I seem to remember Family Guy coming oh, up. Remember no. that time when Zach talked about Family Guy? Yeah, remember? Oh God, damn it! Okay, so anyway, they they go to um, <laughs> I really hope we have a clip to insert clip there. there. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, they um they come up with a plan that they're going to use the children. To murder the Power Rangers. Now, the thing about this plan that is interesting is they don't really say how that's going to happen. Well, you know, with numbers is how it's going to (laughs) happen. And the Power Rangers just have them not want to hurt the children is going to be their downfall. I mean, it makes sense as a plan. Yeah, I guess that's true. The the other thing I was going to bring up is that... um, I would imagine. I wish Luke was here because this is further evidence that the movie does not take place in this continuity because they act like this plan has never happened to them before when in fact it is exactly what happens in the movie. So (laughs) uh, apparently, villains continue to try to use children against the Power Rangers, uh, and we'll see how that goes. We cut to uh, Adam and Tanya, who are like. Practicing their production of the Karate Kid, apparently, because this is what's going to happen for the next minute or so. Yeah, so 
he is Adam is nominally teaching Tanya martial arts in the park. Yeah. I say nominally because I don't think Adam is a very good teacher based on the fact that the way he teaches is he goes, okay, watch me and then do this. I'm going to do a whole bunch of karate and do the same. Isn't that how every Power Ranger has ever taught a martial art? Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. You're right. Well, I, I th- that's what I th- Jason and Tommy always did was just, hey, watch us do some kicks and stuff for a while. Then you do them. It's still really weird to get these occasional reminders that the show hasn't forgotten that Tanya's new. Yeah. Well, at the same time, it still kind of pretends everything's just normal. I mentioned before, though, I do like the growing friendship between Adam and Tanya. I mentioned in, oh, the, yeah. in the baseball episode that like they continue to kind of show them being good friends, and I like it a lot. Yeah, this is actually a pretty good scene. I think they work well together. The thing that that's funny about this, you're right, I guess, Lexi, that... Uh, that is basically what they always did. I just, the reason I think it's weirder for me is I feel like the show has had like forgotten about the martial arts thing for a long time. Uh-huh. Even with Tommy, who is like that when he was, it was introduced and for the first couple of years, like he ate, bra- ate, breathed and slept. God, I don't know how to say that. Sorry. He was all about karate. It was like the only thing that mattered to him. And then I feel like we haven't I'm going to be seen... honest, Zach. For a second there, I thought you were trying to say that he ate bricks. And I was like, yeah, where he are you bricks. going with this? <laughs> and he shits karate. That's how it works. But no, like, remember how almost every episode of this show had like a karate performance yeah. or a karate tournament? There were so many karate matches. In fact, that's how Adam, uh, Aisha, and... Rocky were literally introduced to the show is they were ninjas. Mm -hmm. And then, like... And then they became actually ninjas. Yes, yeah, they were really ninjas, and then I feel like that kind of got dropped at some point. Um, I mean, not to say that there's no martial arts in the show, but the undercurrent of, like, uh, all these, like, I gotta get my next belt, or I'm gotta train for the tournament this weekend, that stuff kind of went away, so... It was sort of jarring to see this again, which is I like it. I though. mean, I mean, the, I the reason stuff, it's jarring but... is that it has nothing to do with the rest of the episode. It's it's well, just that's also like true. Tanya has a kicking montage here to show that she's training with Adam. I guess I don't know if that's like an ongoing plot or something. If they're going to come back to it, but it it just seems a little you, bit like you filler. know they aren't. You know they yeah, aren't. Yeah, of course <laughs> not. I just benefit of the doubt, I guess. But yeah, yeah. it it does do two things which are fun. Uh, one is remind you that Johnny Young Bosch is like really good at, f- like he looks cool when he uh-huh. does his martial arts shit. He's yep. very good at it. Um, and then the other thing is showing that, uh, apparently Tanya is so strong that she can knock Adam over while he has those like, uh, uh, like guard pads. Pads, up. yeah. So that's pretty rad. <laughs> good for her. <laughs> but then she's um, like, oh, I'm not that good, but you're great. So, I don't know. Yeah, there there's a I really do like the friendship between them. They're they're really not, you know, like uh they show a lot of humility. Adam shows a lot of humility. Mm-hmm. Uh Tanya well, is Yeah, that's extremely... the spirit of the frog that's still within him. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Tanya is super appreciative. It is just a little weird that this wasn't like the first episode after Tanya was introduced. Yeah. Cuz she's been karate fighting for a while. <laughs> okay, you know, wait, wait, we've not seen her fight out of costume. 
once. Yeah, this is the same thing Billy went through when he first became a Power Ranger. He could fight fine okay. as a Power Ranger, but outside of that, he wasn't yeah. very capable for a while. That's You know what? You got me. Good point. The, the suits clearly give them powers that they wouldn't have otherwise. Great job, everybody. We got him. That means we're done here. We succeeded. Yeah. <laughs> we won. Zach, you read yeah, the I comics to... where there was a whole thing about him wearing his suit under his normal clothes so that he could feel stronger. That's true. I have to concede the ownership of the show now to who bested me in logic. <laughs> no, so God, let's no, see, I just let's got rid of the con- show. <laughs> Congratulations. You're the host again. Good job. <laughs> Season two of Aliens with Battleborgs is here. Punch it. Uh, Alpha, you know what I need. Aliens. Battleborg. Uh, but yeah, so so um at this point we cut back to the gym and juice bar. Um and everybody uh Captain Pete is doing some more juggling. Uh and in come Balkan Skull. Uh-huh. Um with who, another weird plot that doesn't really go anywhere yeah, this episode. Yeah, speaking of things that don't have anything to do with the episode, we're introduced to Lieutenant Stone's nephew, uh-huh. um, whose name is... Bleh, <laughs> I don't remember. Arnie? Arnie, I think. Yeah, it's Arnie. And he's rocking a uh, mullet. Okay, Arnie. Uh, and he, Lieutenant Stone, showing his customary horrific judgment... Yep. Uh, allows Bulk and Skull to keep an eye on his nephew. What if um, What if he's really having his nephew keep an eye on Bulk and Skull? And he's oh just phrasing boy, it this not... way so they won't realize. Or, or what if he knows that Arnie is very misbehaving and he's like, I'm going to torture these kids for Oh, is this a <laughs> scare him straight situation? Like have him spend some time with some police yeah. Yeah, if people? Guy, if you... If you uh, Pretty much adults at this point don't shape up. You could end up like this 12-year-old kid. <laughs> um, so so what I thought Lexi was going to say is uh, that Lieutenant Stone was trying to get his nephew killed by placing him in the care of the two most incompetent no, people what I was he's ever listen met. for is that there's such idiots who get into such trouble that he felt even a 12-year-old would be a better babysitter for them than they are for each other. Okay, I mean, listen, that, if that there's works, anybody in yes. danger of getting killed here, it's not the kid. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. fair. So, so yeah, th- that said, there's so little of this plot. Like, yep. there is I one mean, good. good exchange. I hate where, this kid. Yeah, I mean, we're I supposed like to, either. but I hate him. There is one good exchange where uh, Bulk says... Oh, great, sir. We love kids. And Skull's like, since when? <laughs> Which is, is pretty good. I like that. We, we also learned um, that Lieutenant Stone's first name is Jerome, because Arnie calls him that. knew that. Oh, we did. Okay, fine. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Cause, Jerome. Cause, well, because, like, uh, what's her name? Miss Appleby called him that in the, oh, that's the dance right. episode. Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, is that is that the scene where the the finster from Power Rangers meme is yeah, from? That's, yes. that's the meme. Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. the meme that's popular among just us. Yeah. <laughs> this is this meme. Everyone, make that meme. Make more of it. It's great. It's the meme that Lexi has pushed so aggressively, and I want it to work so bad. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, like at this point, uh, Lieutenant Stone leaves. Bulk is like, you ready to see Captain Pete and Puppet Man, Arnie? And then Arnie immediately, uh, speaking of Power Rangers, morphs into a huge shit bag. Yep. Uh, and it's just like he kicks Bulk in the shins and immediately tries to run away. Yep. Um, 
And, and then, then they physically restrain him. Lieutenant Stone is like three steps out of that room right now, and it's already like come to blows. Yeah, and and also he immediately says like I'm going to tell my my uncle that you were mean to me, and you know that kid's going to go uh, accuse them of some dire shit yep. that they didn't do. Um, so, oh man, I yeah. hate dire shit. It's like two cr higher than regular shit. Jesus Christ, Lexi. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the dire shit is the thing they fought like two thirds of the way into dogma. <laughs> God damn it! Okay, so, <laughs> anyone got um, a third one? No. Nope. Uh, the dire Time shit out. is the sigil of some house in Game of Thrones. No, that's only half a joke. <laughs> there you go. Uh, no, it was fine. You did great. Yep. So we we then cut to the back to the moon. Uh, we get a little more detail on the plan, um, which again basically is. We're going to send the cogs down to put a transplant, a a transplant, a transmitter on Puppet Man that will allow them to control him. Um, There's a bit where Sprocket wants to do it and like Mondo kind of shuts him down and says, no, Clank's going to do it. Were you stupid? Okay. Um, Also, as we've seen this footage a bunch at this point, uh, I keep thinking that Queen Machina's fan is a bunch of like paint sampler swatches. (laughs) From, like, Kohler or whatever, and I don't know why, but I can't get that image out of my head. I mean, it does look a bit like that. You're not wrong. <laughs> so, anyway, yes, they they say we're going to send this down, some cogs down. Um, we cut back to the gym and juice bar, and... Rocky's very excited. He's saying mm-hmm. the show's going so good. Rocky's very excited. You know how the Power Rangers are stupid? Uh-huh. Yes. Is mm-hmm. is this the stupidest they've ever been? Oh, and that's that's because that's a high bar. This is standard practice for Rocky. Is the thing uh-huh. we established it earlier, and I thank you all for pointing it out to me. But like, yeah, him being super into this is just that's just par for the course. Yeah, the, no, the, yeah, Rocky, the specific thing Rocky says. No, this we, show is yeah, so good. Yeah, can we good actually to... hear what? Yeah, Sorry. can we actually hear Go what Zach's see. talking about? Yeah. So here's the deal. The cogs come down, and um, Captain Pete, this is what I'll give to Captain Pete. Uh, He is a pro because he doesn't let the kids panic. He knows something's wrong, Mm -hmm. and he acts like it's fine because that's what you do. Mm -hmm. And then you try to get someone who can take care of the problem to resolve it surreptitiously while the kids are distracted so they won't get scared. Unfortunately, the people who should be doing something are the Power Rangers, and what they do is they say, well, the evil henchmen who only exist to do evil things aren't actively punching children in the face, so let's just ignore them. <laughs> it's the rules of engagement. <laughs> they can't, well, you know, you know how they can't escalate anything, so I guess this applies um, to... I, don't, I feel like that hasn't been a thing for a while. No, it's yeah, true. I... you're right, but that's... I mean, I guess it comes back up because it's the only way this makes any sense for them to wait for them to be actively hostile, even though there's no possible scenario where those cogs could be there for friendly reasons. Like, it (laughs) has to be that, but it only can be that. Like, it just makes me so angry because Rocky is like, it's cogs, let's punch them because that's what you do to cogs. Like, that's what we do. (laughs) And then Tommy goes... Well, no, we have to wait for them to make the first move. Okay, N- no. They've already no. made the first move. <laughs> no, you very much don't, By showing so up. our first move is to shoot these children right here. Yes, oh, no, Lexi, that went bad okay, real yeah. fast. Yeah, no, first of all, they already made the first move. They fucking attacked 
puppet man. Yes, that's true. They kind of grab him and like spin him around, and they're not like stabbing him or anything. But that's an act of aggression. Thing to his, they attach a thing to his butt. I wonder how well assaulting a robot holds up in Power Rangers court as like justifiable (laughs) cause to attack a group of cogs. Um, Cogs are also robots. <laughs> as far as we know, maybe. Oh, God. <laughs> y'all, I don't know if y'all can't hear me or what, but like they stick a thing in his booty. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Mike. Yes. Yes. Um, it's very important. So, yeah, they shove something, something in his butt. And uh, again, here's the thing. Not only does Tommy say we have to let them act first. I think Kat then says the kids could get hurt. Yeah, huh? that's what could happen if you don't fucking do anything. Yep. <laughs> like it's so it's like what what does Tommy think the first move is going to be other than murder children? Like I don't understand. <laughs> it's such a bad I call. Also, I feel the need to point out that there are two police officers in that room right now and their reaction to all this is to eat kind some popcorn. Kind of maybe? Yeah. Yes, yeah, kind of two police officers asterisk are in this room right now. <laughs> <laughs> Do they even have like nightsticks? They definitely don't have guns. No. Do they have like? I don't think they do. I've <laughs> never seen them pull out any sort of uh, device for subduing somebody. Right. So, so speaking of no devices for subduing things, um, the other thing is that will become more apparent as this episode goes on that I never really thought about before is I don't think the Power Rangers have literally any way to non-lethally stop someone from doing something. Oh, no, even their punches sometimes explode. (laughs) Yeah, like, like, it becomes really clear fairly quickly that if the Power Rangers have to do something to stop something that isn't kill it, they they have no solution for that problem. It's <laughs> <laughs> very so, true to life. Much like, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah. Cops! Just like cops. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going for. <laughs> Felt a little too on the nose. I, I do kind of like the scene where, like, if Bulk takes a bit of popcorn, passes the Skull, Skull throws it in his face, has a bit of popcorn in his mouth, he passes it to Arnie, and Arnie just throws the popcorn at all of them and yep. runs off. And, and runs off. Like, yeah, okay. and then, yeah, yeah, they're they're all idiots. But yes, also Captain Pete, again, through all this, Captain Pete is kind of the only one who, like, looks... He is the only person reacting appropriately. Everyone else is just either clapping, like, this is part of the show, which also... God, I just have so many problems with this. The other one is... In, in fairness you know, to the children, Captain Pete plays it off like it's part of the show. Yeah. Right. He's like, oh, hey, kids, we got some special guests here. You know, isn't that great? But do you think he'd be, like, sending some kind of baseball signals to Balkan Skull and Ernie over there and tell them, like, no, this isn't part of the act. Please evacuate this room. It's, he's very wisely um, realizing that the situation is dangerous and could escalate if people panic uh-huh. and so he's like doing that thing that entertainers do when there's a problem like that which is just trying to keep everyone calm yeah pretend it's part of right. the act and everything yeah i do have another question which is y- you know how usually everyone in angel grove doesn't just know what putties are or tengas but they know like who Rita repulsa is yeah who zed is oh, we've seen how- civilians fight putties i think at this point 
Yeah. How do they not know what cogs are? Maybe because, is... I mean, it's only been eight episodes of cogs, I guess, and they don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's just, it, it's, please, yes. uh, it, please it, enjoy my new limited series on uh, public radio. Eight, eight episodes of cogs. <laughs> <laughs> um, Puppet Man also does murder a cog by throwing yes. water on it, which huh? I almost forgot happens, but that's pretty great. Puppet um, Man, at this point, more of a hero than the goddamn Power Rangers. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Also, why do the Power Rangers just have water balloons on them? Like, it's that <laughs> fucking easy to kill a cog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just get them fucking super soakers. Right. Anytime, it, it's weird that, like, when I was a kid, based on Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles and any other number of kids shows where robots were bad guy... I used to think that, like, any machinery would just explode if water got anywhere near it. Oh, I used to lose my shit anytime, you know, if, if, like, a Nintendo controller got anywhere near an open cup of water, I'd be like, careful with that! It could, could, (laughs) you know, short-circuit the controllers and make the whole house catch on fire or something. (laughs) Yeah. So, so at this point, the also during this, what the cogs are doing other than, um putting this transmitter on on puppet man is basically like doing a dance yep so like i i i get i i guess that part of it that that tommy isn't immediately like we'll murder them yeah. but no you still should like they're 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 not people they're robots and they're evil like they're part mm-hmm. of an evil robot empire just go ahead and, and take them out um but anyway we cut back up to the moon Oh, sorry, the, the cogs leave. They do their customary excellent exit, which yep. I still love the way the cogs leave places. Um, uh, Mr. Uh, uh, or Mr. Mr. Mondo, King Mondo, mm-hmm. says, all right, let's go ahead and start the transmission. Um, and they start the transmission. And whether or not Mr. Puppet Man is a human in a costume, whether it's actually a robot, it doesn't really matter. Whatever it is, he becomes evil immediately. Uh-huh. Uh, and the way that is shown oh, is so, it's so like a, horrifying. It, yep. So it's it's like a... Uh, <clears throat> sorry, I was going to try and make a Ranma joke, and I just couldn't get it together. Oh, it's okay. I appreciate <laughs> it. Feel it in yourself, Listeners. audience. I feel like a good yes. significant part yep. of the audience will know exactly where I was going with that. He gains evil eyebrows and loses part of his like, dopey hat is how that changes. Oh, he gets a siren on top of his head also. Right, but, but it's also, a gun like, hand or something, or his yeah. hands become like kind of big bulb things. But also they like show Puppet Man like half transparent over laughing and clapping children yeah. as evil laughter plays. Well, and it's, that? I well, I don't like it very much. It's basically oh, okay. the big problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I, yeah, so um, but yes. I, do none of you all ever cackle evilly transparently over children laughing? I mean, uh, yeah, but I'm a dad, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all of Simon's home videos. Are, 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 there's a lot of editing that goes into them and a lot of After Effects used, but basically it's mostly just his two small children while he cackles in the background. Um, yeah, so, so... Also, the other thing is that as the... Since the cogs have left... Uh, even though Puppet Man, like, just turned, like, changed shape before their very eyes, the Power Rangers are just getting ready to leave. 
So they're just going to peace out. Well, they're going to call Zordon, they say. Right. Uh, But then Evil Puppet Man Uh shoots a bunch of lasers at the children. Um, And then they all become the kids from that old Village of the Damned movie. So here's my question. Did that thing, is that thing on his butt giving him the ability to do this? Or is this just something Puppet Man could be doing? (laughs) Okay, I'll be honest. Didn't think of that question. You got a good point. Because they said they said all the transmitter does is give them control over him, which means that Pete missed. Okay, hold on. I have a theory. I came up with one. Uh, Captain Pete was worried that one day he would lose his audience. He would lose control of his audience, uh, and like a show would go real bad, and they would be about to turn fucking um, uh, oh man, what's that? Lord of the Flies on him. And so he built into his robot the ability to control children? No, I, my, my theory is that Puppet Man is an ex-supervillain. And what happened is that he befriended Captain Pete, and Captain okay. Pete showed him how to be a good robot. And then okay. he decided to join him on a show. And then the bad guys took him over here, and he's back to his evil ways. So it's... it's, it's- Boo and Mr. Satan is the dynamic yes. they have over here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, so the I, I have a, a couple things to say really quickly, and I know that sometimes we refer to things that are strictly visual on this audio medium, but guys, if you're listening and don't usually watch it, please watch the scene where the children turn evil. Because I need to know what direction was given to one of these children. Yeah, that girl with the denim jacket in the front. Yes, because what she does is is looks upward, crosses her eyes, and also opens her mouth halfway. And it looks completely insane. Yep, I hate it. With the I mean, she was probably told, look like you're being mind-controlled. Yeah. (laughs) And she's the one who really goes for it. I want (laughs) to just really point out the shot, the one shot of the parent, one of the parents sitting behind all the kids, looking at all this stuff, just like, what the fuck? Yep. Yes. It's a very, it's a very good nonplussed face. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, Also, then Kat immediately goes... What is wrong with these kids? And I just <laughs> like to. Cat really I'm doesn't all like the millennials. People here who should recognize what's going on right now. Yeah, no, I yeah. mean, the, these kids because of the participation trophies and everything. It's these kids. <laughs> what is wrong yes. with them? These damn millennials. Yeah, they're so pissed because they didn't get their avocado toast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because they can't afford a home. Cat sounds like she's asking, like, why don't these kids love this show more? <laughs> or like, why won't these kids why don't these kids work harder at, I don't know, mowing lawns? Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. That shit started early. Cause like these kids are technically correctly millennials, if you're thinking about it in terms of the timeline. But Lexi, your point is honestly the better one, which is Cat, how the fuck do you not recognize mind control? <laughs> like of all the people, I mean, she never saw herself get mind controlled. You know, I mean, you Tommy know for that happening. matter, he's been mind controlled too. Yeah, wait, actually, haven't like all the Power Rangers? Well, I guess well, not yeah, some of the ones as a left, team multiple times. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Rocky wasn't really mind controlled so much as made to not give a shit about his responsibilities and only want to yeah. play Plinko. Yeah. Pachinko, um, yeah. not Plinko. Come on. 
Yeah, I oh, mean, who, sorry, yeah, sorry. if it was Plinko, there wouldn't have had to be any mind control involved. Like, just <laughs> fucking get me access to a fucking Plinko machine, I'm gone. Oh, fuck yes. I, Plinko is just giant pachinko, right? It's just a yeah. huge But I mean, you decide to drop disc. The, the, the disc thing, and it's, okay, you know. The it does look and in fu- fairness, you have, to, you have to win a pricing game to get chips. Like, they give you one as a freebie, but you got to earn the rest. Mm-hmm. Can I, can, real quick, uh, speaking of uh, old uh, um, uh, game shows, uh, the cabin that I stayed at over Thanksgiving, uh, we were watching some TV on it, and at some point, uh, it became apparent that someone who had stayed in that cabin had told the TiVo to record every episode ever aired of Supermarket Sweet. <laughs> Sweet <laughs> Supermarket Sweet for some reason. Uh, to the point where I tried to tell it not to, and it, it wrested control of the channel away from me <laughs> and automatically changed to Supermarket Sweep while that, we were trying to have watch stories. <laughs> Um, Listen, it, Zach, Zach, yes. the TiVo knew what was best for you. Yeah, that's true. I was <laughs> watching Minions, so maybe it did. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no yeah, you, right. Jesus, no I was being sarcastic, but no, it did you. know what was best for you. <laughs> so anyway, um, Arnold, was that his name? What Arnie. was the kid's name? Arnie. I mean, it's Arnie. probably it could, it could short Arnold. Arnold. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> Arnie tells his child army for some reason that he's in charge of now yep. uh, to well, charge. See, he was already evil, so it just made sense. Uh, of course. Uh, and now, again... <laughs> they charge at what What you might be asking? At Captain Pete? Nope. They go straight past him into a row of bowling pins for some kind of weird visual <laughs> gag, I guess. Well, so so he, he... We actually see Captain Pete at the end juggling the giant bowling pins. They were, like, they were mind-controlled by a fucking clown robot of course they're compelled to do visual gags Uh and also the other thing about this is uh that i love visually is we cut over to puppet man just like nodding approvingly Uh (laughs) which is really really funny these kids so their whole thing is like they're just making a dang old mess and they're causing chaos and they're chasing the parents around popcorns flying everywhere toys are flying everywhere there seems to be a bunch of like pool toys lying around like beach balls and flotation like mattresses and like pool Pool noodles noodles. yeah and they start like just kind of food food fight but instead of food it's pool toys i guess and and i mean there's also some food to go back (laughs) to what i was saying before about the power rangers having no way to non-lethally stop things from happening they call zordon and it's like zordon this is tommy and uh zordon by the way this is apparently the only time in the history of the show that Zordon and Alpha don't already know that, that something is happening because <laughs> they're like, Zordon, it's Tommy. And Zordon's like, yeah, what? what, What's up? Is there a problem? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, kids are going ape shit. And then Billy... Billy as the one who just kind of like he's on it. He's he's been he he's been doing this for a long yep. time. He's the he's the grizzled that, old veteran, complete with a cigar and an eye patch and a bandana. All Tommy says is the kids are out of control, and Billy goes mind control. Got this. <laughs> yes, yeah, he does. He really does. I I want to point out too because I paused it when he says under some kind of hypnotic spell. And I, I never noticed it before, but, like, the mannequins that have the Power Ranger suits on, though, are just, like, store mannequins because they're all posing. 
Yes, like, you yeah, they are. Like as yeah, a fashion, and I I love that. Yeah, they're not they're not doing the like the the powerful superhero poses like the Robin suits do in the back of the Batcave. Like no, they're just they're voguing. Yeah, exactly. Yes. It's good. <laughs> oh, you know, Elf had fun setting that up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Billy says, well, I've traced the signal. It's it's coming from a large robot of some kind, which I, here's where I'm going to admit something to you all. I hadn't really thought about Puppet Man until this point, And then I went, wait, hold the fuck on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and went through all of what we talked about earlier um, yep. in my head. But yeah, I guess this is confirmation that Puppet Man is in fact a robot. Yep. Okay. Great. I mean, and they <laughs> see, they seem to only now notice that Puppet Man has gone all evil looking. Right. And like, cats are like, oh, oh, okay, so Puppet Man is controlling them. Got it. It's very consistently established in the Power Rangers fiction that the Rangers are horrible at recognizing evil when they see it. Yeah. Yeah, that is Yeah, accurate. they're real bad at it. Uh, so Billy goes and calls uh, Adam and Tanya because they're still out in the wilderness. Well, they're not in the wilderness. They're just, like, in the park. Yeah. Yeah, the wilderness. What's the difference, Lexi? Um, well, they're sitting at a beautiful <laughs> vista across from a lake from a mountain. It's a really nice shot. Like, perfect for training montages. And there or, like, go. the they end go. of a credits in an 80s movie. Yeah. Sure. Um, so they, they're going to come meet them. Uh, at this point, the children, like... Here's the thing. The kids are just making a mess. Yeah, they're clearly having fun. Like, if you freeze frame on, like, some of those kid extras, it's clear that, like, they're having a blast doing this. We see a lot of shots of parents running away in fear. Like... Yeah. Yeah. It, there's a lot of implied violence. Well, so, yeah. So, this is... This kills me. Like, they may be mind-controlled to be kind of evil right now, but they're still just children. Right. right. Small <laughs> These are kids who are misbehaving and their parents should just drag them out of the out of the gym and juice bar. That, that, that's the thing. Yeah. If my kids started hitting me with the pool noodle, the first time I'd go, ow, stop doing that. And the second time I'd just grab it out of his hands and like take it away from him and go, no, don't hit me with this. And that would be the end of it, right? That's <laughs> yeah. it. We're adults. Well, I mean, we can do that. So he's just going to keep going no matter what. Like, mass timeout, that's the solution to this problem. Yep. Right. Well, one, they're kind of an angry mob, and two, you're, you're not going to be able to reason with them on account of the it's mind control. It's a mob of from the children. Space I mean, you can never reason them with them anyway. drag them off. Well, the, the idea is they don't want to hurt the kids. Yeah. I don't think you have to hurt but them, But you can though. take their fucking pool noodles yeah. away from them. That's not hard. Yeah, Mike, you realize that what they're doing right now is something kids will just do, and that we already yeah. have yeah. means to deal with that. <laughs> yeah, I um, get that, but this is a children's show. That's fair. Now, uh, the, that kind of logistics is like out of the realm of whatever. But I want to say what I like is so we get the shot of the of the shitty kid tying up Bulk and Skull, which I mean, kind of to your point, seems like what he would have been doing anyway. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. we get a joke that I genuinely like. Uh, and it's Ernie popping up from behind the bar and he's like, help, someone help. Power Rangers! And then off-camera, you hear Puppet Man say, you said the magic word, and then he gets hit with water. <laughs> yeah, that good. is pretty good. Now, can I ask a question? In this shot no. where Ernie is... Okay, well, fine. Let's just move on. No. In the shot where Ernie asks for the Power Rangers and then gets hit with water, um, everyone, please pause on that shot. It's uh -huh. at 10 minutes and 2 seconds. What is in the top right of this shot? Oh, God! <laughs> 
Okay, it's... these are th- these are thermoses. They have to no, be right. They're it's cups. dildos. It's plastic powerful dildos, but please, please, it's thermoses. They're stacked cups, I think. Yeah, they're stacks of cups. But they do look a lot like dildos. I don't blame you, Zach, for pointing <laughs> Thank it you, out. Thank you, Emily. Thank you, Emily, for not, for not ruining <laughs> my fun. We've actually seen these cups in use all the time in the show. Fair enough. It's but just, I understand it... where you're coming from, Zach. Okay, <laughs> no, no, don't give him credit on this. We need to shame him for this. Zach has <laughs> an incredibly dirty mind, and he's applying it in places where it does not belong. <laughs> on, the, on the subject of things being where they don't belong, does anybody else notice that there's just kind of a banana shoved among the cups there? Yes. On the lower shelf? Yes, oh, yeah. That, that is the, I think, more bizarre bit of this yeah, scene. Yeah, that, that's banana. You found the hidden banana <laughs> in the background of this episode, Mike. Congratulations. Yeah, write in and tell them tell them where it is. Maybe you'll get a prize. Emily, don't think that, no, that nobody heard that. I heard it. <laughs> I was okay. intentionally not... <laughs> <laughs> so s- something about this shot and the next one makes it look like the, the three Power Rangers are crouching right next to the counter where Ernie is, which makes what happens next really weird because Adam and Tanya just teleport in and then they morph by yep. standing up right there. And it really looks like Ernie is standing right next to them just off camera right there. So I think I think they're actually in a hallway and what we see next to Cat is like a water fountain or something. But you're yeah. right, the way it's framed definitely makes it look... There, there's continuity and there's like popcorn being tossed around on all the shots that make it look like they're right next to each other. Yeah. Yeah. But also, if they could have just ducked around the corner and morphed, why didn't they do that at the start? Because <laughs> they don't yeah, want to kill the children. Question. Yeah, see, so there's an incredibly narrow window there in which things had escalated, but the kids weren't in the way. Uh-huh. And they sure. didn't act on it fast enough. Mm-hmm. So at this point... uh uh, Adam, I think, says, I've never seen anything like this before. Uh, no, Rocky does. Sorry. And mm-hmm. again, I get that it's supposed to be heightened, but like it's children misbehaving. <laughs> so and it's I mean, just weird. Rocky wasn't around, but there was a food fight in season one that wasn't even mind controlled, and it was worse than this. So <laughs> Even within the specific context of him seeing a crowd of people mind controlled, he's totally seen that. That's how we met him. Oh, that's a good point. They helped during, when they weren't rangers yet with people mind controlled. I yeah. forgot about that. God damn. Yeah, okay. if there's if there's any supernatural threat that Rocky like is a professional old hat at at this point, it should be this specifically. Well, don't let this show don't please don't hold the show to remembering things that it's done cuz it's not going to do that for you. <laughs> um, also, please don't hold me to that. Yes, also that. Uh so the uh, the Power Rangers morph. The the, the, the puppet man, the puppet blaster, whatever, tells the kids to go get the Rangers because the Rangers aren't going to fight back because they're kids. And so what happens is the kids menacingly, very, very, very slowly Frankenstein walk yep. toward them. Yes. Kind of putting one arm up at a time yep. in the little robot dance. And the thing is, like, the the rangers are standing right in front of the puppet master. There's nothing standing between them. And then the puppet master is like, look over there on your left in the distance. Some kids are slowly coming towards me. You can't do anything to hit me. He's yes, still yeah. right in front of them with no obstacles until the commercial break anyway. Right. One of the rangers literally says he's using the kids as a human shield and, like... 
guys, no, hold up your left hand. In a few seconds. <laughs> hold up your yeah. left hand. That's where the kids are. Hold uh-huh. up your right hand. That's where the Power Rangers are. <laughs> and the puppet man is in between them. He's so. using it as he's using the children as a shield. Immediately before they say that, we get a direct pan from the puppet man to them. Yeah. It's like yes. it's like not even being obfuscated by camera tricks. Right, he, yes. He, he's using them as a shield the same way Link does when the shield is on his back and, he, and he's not using it by, and it's not protecting him at all. Yeah. Well, even when we cut back from the commercial break and so the kids are actually between the rangers and the puppet man, the kids are like half as tall as the puppet man. Like, you have guns and his head is exposed. Yeah. They could just shoot him in the head over their heads. Yes. And, and again, like... I'm not gonna. I, this is probably the last time I'll mention it because it's just gonna get repetitive. But like, you can't. You don't. You can't like pick them up or use like Power Ranger handcuffs or like you have nothing. You just or have just no like walk past this, them huh? or something yeah. because they're tiny children. <laughs> it's it's just very funny to me the idea that like Zordon has given them all these tools and every single tool has the same outcome, which is murder. <laughs> Okay, also, here's the I mean, thing. Like, to be fair, guys, if there was like 20 kids in front of you, and like you were by yourself, and you explicitly could not harm harm them, how right, you just push them, them out of the way? There's but like, also, the, yeah. hey, Lexi, there's too many of them to do that to all of them at Listen, once. They would overpower on. you. No, no, because <laughs> you push one and it knocks the others down. They weigh nothing. That's true. Children are basically bowling pins. Here's the thing. Listen. I know the ki- the, the show is like, oh man, we can't hurt the kids, we can't hurt the kids, but here's the thing. If you're a superhero and the kids are being mind-controlled and you have to get past them to save them by killing the robot man, no one's going to begrudge you if they get roughed up a little along the way. Also, you're, Emily- You try to save the day. I think you may be right that I may not be able to take 20, 20 kids, but <laughs> also, I don't have superpowers and there's not five <laughs> of me, so that's like kind of the part I know, I just, I just mean like- <laughs> I don't think it's as easy as you guys are making it out. I'm going to be honest. I think the five of us in this call could handle 20 kids. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I mean, Batman would, like, non-lethally punch off each of these kids unconscious. Why can't they do that? It, it, <laughs> it would be easy for him. They're not as skilled as Batman. <laughs> I, I, know, I know we shouldn't always be just constantly dunking on and correcting Zach, but Zach, you, you actually do have superpowers, and there are five of you. There. Wait, what? <laughs> You said you don't have superpowers and there aren't five of you, but you're wrong. You do have superpowers and there are five of you. There's five Zacks? Yeah, and they all have superpowers, yeah. I'm so what? confused by what's happening. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, right, right. I forgot about all my clone army that I gave superpowers. I'm sorry. You're right. I forgot wait, about what? it. Wait, yeah. what? I'll just go get them. I'll just go get them. I uh, completely and, forgot about yeah, that, too. It's, it, it's, yeah, I, 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 I didn't want to, like, throw this on you, but, like... Like, there's an army of kids coming, and we need you to rough them up. Okay, good. Well, I'm going to go won't get... save them. We just need you to do it. I'm going to go get my four clones, and we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. I... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wikipedia says, Sumo is a form of competitive full-contact wrestling where a wrestler Rikishi. attempts to force his opponent out of a circular ring Dohyo. or into touching the ground with anything other than the soles of his feet. 
At Basho Intel, we guide you through the bi-monthly tournaments. Basho. Talk about our favorites and complain about the judges. Shimpan. Almost like a real sports podcast. But we also talk about how cute Kawaii. the athletes are. Join me, Frankie. And me, Eric. On Basho Intel. Find us at audioentropy.com. Sumo is great. They even made an anime about it. And remember, keep, keep your, your feet, feet on, on the, the ground. ground. Hey everybody, welcome back. So, uh, as we've previously established, the Power Rangers clearly cannot strike back uh, because there are small children in the way. Well, so have to save that for the second movie. <laughs> small children, wait, oh, Power, Power Rangers, Rangers strike, strike back. back. Not small children yeah. strike back, which would be a better name. But speaking of things that strike back, the Empire uh, is really super happy about their whole mind control kid plan. And we cut to the moon to see them all happy about it. Oh right, that's what they're called. I forgot. Yeah, okay. the Machine Empire. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did you did you forget the villains of Power Rangers or the villains of Star Wars? No, the villains of Power Rangers. I forgot they were called the Machine Empire. Has there ever been like, really... like a group of good people in a movie or something that was called the Empire? There's never been a good group. Period. Called the Empire. Yeah, no, Empire yeah, are like implicitly evil. I think. Are, wait, hold on. I actually think one of the Final Fantasy Tactics games had a good empire. I oh. could be wrong. For some reason, that is oh, like, yeah, I mean, that's very possible. The, the story in Final Fantasy Tactics is boring and incomprehensible. It's not, come it's at not me, very, everyone. It's not, no, I agree with you. It's not very good. You can come at me as well. Uh, I anyway. mean, it's more than just like, I mean, th- there are definitely some, there have definitely been stories where like, in, and, and people certainly throughout history who have thought, oh, this empire, my empire is a good thing, but like imperialism's kind of bad. I mean, there have been like historical things where like the, the there was like the British or the Roman Empire up against some enemy and it was from the point of view of the empire. I right. Guess. Yes. That's they, happened. It's yes. weirdly, they seem to always think they're the good guys. Anyway, yeah. so uh, <laughs> at this point, um, the yeah, we do cut up to the to the moon. Um, the, the machine empire is extremely happy about how it's going. Uh, and the, basically at this point, their idea is they're going to try to get him to the satellite center in Angel Grove so that he can cast it to everyone in Angel Grove. Apparently this uh, thing works on radio waves. Yeah, because apparently he can only control kids that are like in his immediate eyesight right now. So I really like Satellite Center as an oxymoron. It's pretty tasty. But it's oh, just, that is I, th- I think good. he can control everyone wrong. that he has. He just can only hit everyone that's in his immediate area. <laughs> now, yeah, I think I think is... once you hit with the beam, you're just misbehaving at that point. Yeah, I I have to say this might be my favorite shot of the whole episode because. Uh, the puppet man decides, okay, I'm going to take this show on the road, and he teleports away, and then the Power Rangers go, okay, we've got to get back to the power power uh, chamber to see what's going on, and they teleport away, and then there's just a bunch of children <laughs> doing a zombie walk, and uh-huh. I guess it's, I guess the Power Rangers just aren't worried. I mean, there's Captain Pete looking real scared. Can we... And I'm sorry, I I know we're already running long, but this is something that's kind of been bugging me, and it only I, I only found the words for it just now, but it's kind of been bugging me through all of Zio. Okay, it's still the same place as before, but they don't call it the command center anymore. 
It's, it's no, just it's, the basement of the same building. It's the power chamber. It's a specific room mm-hmm. in the command center. Yeah. And they call it the power chamber. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. What was the old room called then? The command center? It was called center? the command center. <laughs> so before they didn't realize there were rooms. They thought it was just the place <laughs> they went to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, they weren't allowed into any of the other rooms. <laughs> it's basically how it goes. Only Billy was. Um, now... Yeah, or l- lest they find Zordon's cursed rose before the last petal fell. Right? Oh, I thought... <laughs> Stay out of the West Wing, yeah. Oh, God. I thought you were gonna say, thus they find Zordon's body, and I was really scared about that. Um, oh, yeah, yeah t- so here... Time Warp is just the name of, like, the utility closet in the command center. <laughs> yeah, where they keep his, his corpse. Well, um, no, that's where, no. yeah, that's where, he, that's where Rita trapped him. She just locked him in there, and he doesn't have the key. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the time warp. Um, so here's the thing. They the 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 machine empire says, let's send him to the satellite center. And then Puppet Man says, Alright, here we go. I'm gonna go take this on the road. And then instead of that, what happens next is Puppet Man teleporting around Angel Grove yep. and shooting random children yep. with evil beams. There's these two kids that are flying a kite and they start fighting with each other and kind of smash up the kite in the process. And at, at some point, one of them like manages to rip the kite away from the other and he clearly hands it over so they can keep fighting over it. So some very <laughs> yeah. good like acting there, kids. Very, very good take you took there. I like the one where uh, he he zaps two children with a dad at a picnic. Uh-huh. The dad tries to stop them from playing with the food, and then Puppet Man goes, fun for the whole family. <laughs> <laughs> Um, There's a point where he finds a couple of girls at a jungle gym, and he says, hey, girlies, and that's the... Listen, hey, girlies is the creepiest thing uh-huh. any person can say. Well, then he opens up his puppet robe, and... Uh, anyway, so... Also, the picnic that the kids were eating is apparently composed entirely of fruit and popcorn. That's a really good picnic, everyone. I'm beginning to believe that, like, 50% of what people (laughs) in Angel Grove eat is popcorn, actually. Like, I think they might only eat popcorn. That's, that's, like, that's the cereal in their, like, food groups. There's, like, on, like, like the Welcome to Angel Grove sign, it says popcorn capital of the world. (laughs) (laughs) They don't have, they only have one grain, and it's popcorn. They uh-huh. Listen, like bread listen. Or- we're, we're, we're told that this is a post... Well, we're not told. We figured out that this is a post-apocalyptic we future. Told, presumably, we told that it's a post-apocalyptic. Yeah, it's a post-apocalyptic future, presumably post-apocalyptic America. And as we all know, if there's anything going to survive the post-apocalypse in America, it's the fucking corn lobby. Yeah. Like, that's why there's popcorn <laughs> everywhere. It's the only crop we have left. <laughs> um, okay, hold on. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm... So I'm playing Pokemon while y'all are talking, and Same. Professor Oak <laughs> just called me, and the only thing he had to say was, you're catching a lot of Pokemon, aren't you? And then he hung yep. up. Yep. <laughs> Listen, have you played Pokemon before? You get called by kids who want to tell you about their Rattata for like yeah, 400 no, I, no, minutes. No, I know that. This is Professor Oak who told me, hey, go out and catch a bunch of Pokemon, who just called me out of the blue. He's like, hey, you sure are catching a lot of Pokemon, huh? Like, he, ca- he calls you when you're trying to use a key item when it's not no, time to like, use it. it. The funniest part no. about it is that he says that and then hangs up. <laughs> right, yeah, no, you're not, you're not getting the... So one of two things is happening. Either he called me to point out that I'm doing the thing he asked me to do, or he's calling and he was being sarcastic with it and is like, boy, you sure are catching a lot of Pokemon, aren't you? And it's like, dude, you fucking told me to. What do you want? <laughs> 
that when I was I was living with a roommate when Gold uh, Heart Gold and Soul Silver came out, and I called him out of the blue and said that, and then hung up. <laughs> that's that's very good, Emily. Also, uh, Professor Oak is the Zordon of Pokemon because apparently he's just watching you at all times. Uh-huh. By the right. way, right? Well, he knows what's. So, I'm assuming he's got a link to your Pokedex so you can see, like, oh, that's he. They call oh yeah, no Pokedex. One. The Pokedex absolutely collects all your metadata and sells it to Sylphco. Like no question. Yeah. <laughs> so this thing I'm going to say totally was only going to work about a minute and a half ago, but I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. I go. really thought Simon was about to say that Professor Oak was going to call you while you were trying to go to the bathroom. Oh yeah, <laughs> he will. He, would he do will that. also do that. Yeah. So um, like we cut to the to the power chamber. And we see that the Rangers are watching all of this unfold and are just standing there doing nothing about it. And Zoran says, I've detected well, yeah. he's going to the satellite center. He's, you're watching him in the park right now messing with kids. Why aren't you punching him? Now, if they had said something along the lines of, you know, the uh, puppet bot or whoever the fuck he is mm-hmm. has some sort of, like, connection to these kids. And if you hurt him, it will hurt the kids, too. Yeah, that would make so much more sense for everything about how they're handling the situation. But it's the opposite, actually. Hurting him is the only way they can save the kids. Right. Yeah. They should go and punch him right now. Yeah, but they they have to have Billy tell Tommy about the thing he he done invented there. And what is it called again? Oh God! Um, uh, it is the, yeah. It is called the Defender Wheel, I believe. Defender Wheel. Oh, yeah. It's so good. I, so I looked away from this episode for a second. and Yeah, I missed boy. that part and also. And when, when it happens later on, I was like, Did that, like, is that an episode I missed? Did they just introduce that then? Nope, I guess not. No, they we'll introduce it We'll get to what the now. Defender Wheel is when we see it in a moment. But it's no, no, Alpha, Alpha will explain what it does in possibly my favorite uh, sentence of the season. Certainly yep. my favorite sentence in a while. He says, the Defender Wheel is designed to spin at a certain RPM that should counter the frequency of the Puppet Man. It's basically (laughs) noise-canceling headphones, but it's for mind control rays, and it's a wheel. I had forgotten that the guy's name was literally Puppet Man. So when Alpha said it would counter the frequency of the Puppet Man, I lost it. (laughs) It's very good. Like Puppet Comma Man, I gotcha. Also, by the way, Simon, it doesn't necessarily counter all... Uh, all mind control waves. No, we only know for sure that it counters this specific mind control wave. That's true. So Billy built a big machine that's a giant spinning hamster wheel to to do this one thing specifically, <laughs> um, which is great. But before that happens, before I we have see to it, assume that in the Sentai, this thing did more. Um, that's a pretty generous assumption. <laughs> but before we see the the ha- the hamster wheel, I literally forgot the actual name already. The defender wheel. Uh, we get a uh, a fight scene, uh, a Sentai fight scene against Puppet Man, in which they all use swords. Which I didn't know they all had swords. I thought they all had different weapons. So my maybe bad. it's like the I... power, the daggers that like could be swords and guns. The the, like... the power blaster, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's they, true. they all Fair have enough. a basic sword, and they all have their own melee weapons, maybe. I don't know. Right. <laughs> no, I think you're probably right. So they do fight for a little bit. It's okay. Um, we haven't really gotten that many morphed, like, fights lately. Uh, it's pretty cool. 
Uh, then we, we get the defender wheel, and it's no, before we get to the defender wheel. Can we talk okay. about the fact that everybody has swords? Yep. I well, we were I literally did, just but, doing yeah, that. But everybody here's has the swords. thing. And yeah, they also have guns. That mean, what does what is Tommy's special thing then? If everybody has a sword, he has, he has a better a sword. Star on his face. Okay, that's a fair point because everyone does have individual melee weapons, but Tommy's is also sword. So that is. I mean, pretty that's, funny. that's how that's how it was for Jason. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, and that's like true. and like and like and like uh, you guys don't like uh, the samurai series, but like. They all have swords, and then the Red Ranger just has a bigger sword. Yeah, as well. <laughs> yeah like it's kind of a thing for Sentai. I guess Red Rangers just have bigger sword is uh-huh. always the superpower. But now we have to talk about now, this see, because you can, only, you can only tell that you can only tell for sure if it's bigger sword if you have gun on screen to for a comparison. <laughs> okay, fair. Now, serious question: Has there ever been anything this goofy in Power Rangers to this point? Yes. Oh God. That's a what, big what, question. Like last episode when they were driving go-karts and shit? Oh, wait, you said okay, I forgot about that. I was, was going to say, yes. I, forgot, I forgot that the motorcycle launcher, like, enemy defeater and the soccer ball kicking enemy defeater were just parts of Kage Ranger. Forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. So They yes. had glitter armor. That was silly. They did have glitter armor. That was silly. So here's the deal. It's not. It's not just that it's a big wheel that Tommy gets in and then it spins... Uh, like that. Uh, like that one Kirby power where he just get turns into yep, a wheel. wheel. Yep. Um, mm. but but also in addition to that, it comes in a thing that spins it up, which is like I guess that's probably part of the toy that you use it to rev it up and send it flying. I guess if I had to guess. Oh how yeah, this, this is a whole like line of toys that does that. It's a fucking yeah. thing. Yeah. Right. That's the thing. It's it's not just that it's a big wheel. It's that it's a big wheel in like a charger base. Yeah. And also that the red uh Zord like dumps drops it. it. <laughs> he like <laughs> drops it onto the ground so it's that Tommy can a, get it's in. It's an it. airdrop wheel. Yeah. It really it's is just, just a hamster wheel that they put Tommy in. You're uh-huh. right. Yeah, it's a hamster wheel. It's a big hamster wheel, and I don't even really know how he controls I'm it. So disappointed we didn't get a shot of him running really fast inside it. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, uh, sorry, yeah. I had to let uh, Chili in because she was scratching at the door. Anyway, hi Chili. So, <laughs> so at this point, um, they 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 run the wheel into Puppet Man, and they say we broke the transmission. Uh. And the kids finally stop doing their weird zombie thing. Hooray. Mm-hmm. Problem solved. Um, God, weird zombie thing. You're so judgmental. <laughs> yes, that's true. I am. Uh, at this point, Arnie is still, like, smashing things. There is a decent Balk and Skull bit where Balk is like, why isn't he? Why is he still under the spell? And Skull's like, I don't think he's coming no, out No, he's of just it. a dick. Arnie's just a yeah. bad child. That's the thing. Yeah. Uh, that's the thing is, actually, I've noticed that during the scene where everyone is smashing stuff, his eyes aren't glowing. So I'm not sure he was ever <laughs> yeah, under no, the No, he, he wasn't in the range of the beam because he wasn't sitting there watching. Like, he just he just saw his opportunity and went with it. I mean, he, his eyes did glow during some bits of it. He's basically Majin Vegeta. He he chose to let himself be, like, become the slave of a, of a, of a puppet master because he wanted more power to torment his captors. That's a hell of a metaphor that you just made uh-huh. there. <laughs> Good job. I mean, look at him. Like, that shot where he, like, stares at them and kind of, like, l- grins menacingly while nodding. It, that, like, evil isn't in the eyes of this child. That's true. 
That's yeah. fair point. Um, now, here's something that uh, is a little disturbing, uh, especially given the one theory I had about Puppet Man being a person in a suit, which is um, Puppet Man's dead. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, when, he's not dead. Um, he's defeated. They just do the. They just well, grow him up with. Uh, well, I mean, like when Orbis. when Orb- when Clank throws Orbis at him, he is laying on the ground motionless. <laughs> so, like, yeah. he's not operating. I mean, on um, top of being tiny, he's also tired. I feel like the line between unconscious and dead for a machine is a lot harder to define. Yeah. 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 That's fair. Um, so they grow Puppet Man, which also brings him back to life, I guess, or mm-hmm. back to operation or whatever what mm-hmm. you want to call it. I mean, that's uh, how the shit always works. That is true. They summon the actually, Megazord. I was, I was saying this on, on Twitter earlier. In Zeo, it actually makes more sense that like the super grow power whatever brings the what's-it back if it's a robot. Yeah. That's true. Because like, they're not bringing anything back from the dead. It's a robot. Yeah, it's a lot easier to... like have the thing just get back up when it's a machine. It, it doesn't, it's not as big of a, like a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so in this, uh, we get our, I mean, it's fight. a much bigger thing when it grows up, it becomes a bigger <sighs> thing than before. Jesus. God, I missed you so much, Simon. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, wow. say he's saying <laughs> that through gritted teeth. That's the real TWA experience. <laughs> Simon, I'm, I'm so glad you're back. You're so in in this Megazord whoa, whoa, fight, when did Vince McMahon get here? <laughs> so, <laughs> I hate unions and brown people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wow. okay, now I think that's just Haim Saban. So in this in this <laughs> God, in this Megazord fight, uh, the Puppet Man grabs the Megazord's dick, which is not okay. Um, because <laughs> do you guys know what I'm talking about? I'm not sure I remember that part. He grabs the crotch. Yeah, the, the bowl, bowl is the cod piece of the the megazord. That's and that's he just yanks on it, and the megazord, like the person in the suit doing the suit acting, like reacts in a very unfavorable manner, and mm-hmm. it made me laugh a lot. Basically, is where I I'm getting part. this from. Um, so anyway, uh, after that happens, uh. They put on the, they do some of the, the fun helmet stuff. We get the uh, Tanya's, which I thought was jets, like flight. No, nope, But they guns. just use it like guns, just like cats. So I guess I mean, they're actually It's not just insane. like cats. Cats is a gun. Tanya's two, two guns. This is two guns. Yeah. This is two guns. That's a two gun helmet when you need two guns. How hard <laughs> is that? Yeah, because aren't, aren't they numbers one and two? Yeah. Yes, the but whole fucking the, stupid the, number thing. But the first time Tanya's was introduced, it was used as jet flight. Well, sure, that's the, that's the cool that's the cool thing about like jet shaped things. As le- years of playing with Legos has taught me, is they can be jet or gun, depending on which way you face them. That's true. Yeah, I mean, nice. cat could also be a jet, but it would be one jet. Maybe you need two jets. <laughs> then you need you get Tanya. Oh yeah, one jet would just be unstable. Is the thing right? Uh, Arthur, two jets, Jackson. You're welcome. Yeah. Two jets, Jackson. Jesus Christ. Okay, so <laughs> then, then we switch to um, uh, uh, Toro power, bull power. Bull, what does it have yeah. a name? Is it just like Taurus power? It's probably whatever fucking number it is. Power because green bull number three zeo power horns and like yeah. you ram into the guy with that. They just ram the shit out of Puppet Man. 
um, who then shoots them a bunch with lasers out of his Pinocchio nose, which is pretty good. Um, and then, God, okay, so I like the concept of Billy in the command center. I think that's a good place for him if he can't be a ranger anymore. Mm-hmm. And occasionally he's done some some fun stuff. But also, sometimes they just need him to have anything to do, mm-hmm. uh, as evidenced by this episode, because he he they're like, we can't figure out how to beat him. Yep. And Billy says, oh, I found something. Guys, the computers indicate that King Mondo has a direct satellite link to Puppet uh-huh. Man through his nose. Yep. So he'll destroy his nose and he'll be powerless. B- Billy's so- just been watching the Sentai over there on the little console and saw that <laughs> in the Sentai, that's oh, a Pinocchio man. robot. And they Give can just me- chop the nose off. Give me a Spaceballs-esque parody of Power Rangers where they do that, where they realize, wait a minute, this footage is is being recycled from Japan. Let's just watch that episode and see how they solve this. But yeah, so essentially they've just, like, all that happens is they cut the nose off and then cut the rest of the machine in half, which is literally exactly what they did last episode mm-hmm. with that robot. They cut the thing off its top and then cut oh, him yeah, in half. Except, except in that thing, they murdered a small robot a before they version. could murder the big one. Right. Except in this one, they made it, they were like, well, Billy has to do something this episode, so like, have him make up some shit about the nose and then do, he which, had some purpose. Which this means Zordon is now out of a job. Yeah, they also they had job. to do a- a first thing in the first Zord fight of Zio. Do you think maybe that was a thing in O Ranger of like to kill the monster? We have to find the weak point. Maybe. Uh, that's a good point. We I, I mean, should probably watch any O Ranger. I, I think it was clearly <laughs> a thing in this episode of O Ranger that the monster was Pinocchio, and they had to kill Pinocchio with the nose thing. And yeah, that's he's what a happened. puppet with a big nose. It's yeah. definitely some. I kind was of... planning on watching O Ranger after I finished Kaka Ranger, but I've not been watching that much Kaka Ranger recently, so I need to get on that. It's <laughs> all right. I mean, we've never claimed to be. <laughs> To be experts on Sentai, so uh, or um, on anything, or Power really. Rangers. We don't yes. even claim to be experts on Power Rangers. That's I'm an true. expert on seeing cute animals. You are. That's true. Did you see any cute uh, animals people... lately, Lexi? Uh, <laughs> last week when we should have been recording this, but I was at a land party. I uh, got to Good. play with the cat. He's got a little. Uh, he's got a little black spot in his lip. Looks like a Charlie oh. Chaplin sash. So his name is oh, Charlie. That's pretty good. Oh, Charlie. that's cute. We had uh, I the place I was at this weekend. Uh, they have four cats. And one of them is named uh, Big Al, and I refused to call him that and only called him Large Albert, and he did not seem to like that. That's not nice. Also, <laughs> Zach, how did he feel Albert. about Big Al, though? Because in my experience, cats don't really give a shit about their name. <laughs> he is big, though, so I guess it fits. Anyway, um, sorry, was someone asking me a question? No, I asked Lexi about animals, not you. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, Zach. You- <laughs> Piece of shit, non-Lexi. Listen, it wouldn't be this show if Zach didn't take every opportunity to tell stories about himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> took, my, took my update from me just like to give a Zach update, and now he's talking about animals, too. He's going to steal all of our bits. All of our long-running bits, like Simon updates. The real reason Zach has all his clones is so he can eventually replace us all. the reason it hurts the most is because it's true now it's time for the zach (laughs) show i'm your host zach and these are my co-hosts zach 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 and zach he's a lego maniac yeah it's teenagers with zachitude see yep god damn it okay so they kill the monster hooray that's great 
Um, they destroy beloved children's character Puppet Man for all to see. Reformed villain Puppet Man, who is merely a victim <laughs> of circumstance. Yeah. Murdered by local cops. They, they cut back to <laughs> Captain Pete's show where Captain Pete is now juggling with giant bowling pins and Puppet Man is right there. And they haven't yet explained how come they just blew up that big robot and now it's back. Because, because they Billy built him back, I guess. And that's it. Oh man, what if? What if? Okay, so now if we go back to the to my original theory about uh, Captain What's His Face building uh, Puppet Man, what if he just has like a warehouse full of those things and can throw a new one together in like ten minutes? That would that would make it also more like he's Tony Stark because that's what happens there also with the armors and shit. And yeah, but. Like the thing is, the Rangers specifically give us dialogue of like, "Great job rebuilding the Puppet Man with extra defenses, so Mondo can't do that shit again." Billy and Billy's like, "Yep, I'm good at building things. That's my purpose in the show now." <laughs> That's always been his purpose in the show. It's just he used to be burdened with monster fighting. I mean, sometimes he also fought the monsters before, but like now it's exclusive. Yeah. So, so the other thing that's funny about this part is, I know that it's Angel Grove and everyone is used to this shit, but like, boy. They, as far as I can tell, this is same day. Yep. Like, everyone is just like, you know what? Let's not worry about it. Yep. Uh, that that puppet that murdered, or, you know, tried to get the kids to murder their parents. Um, he can just, it's fine. I'm not worried about it. He's good again now. Everyone's fine with him being in the room right there and just being part of a kid's show. And it's okay. Even though yeah. that robot was just recently a giant and breaking everything in the city. Listen, if we have to get rid of everything that gets turned into a monster, like, eventually we have nothing left. <laughs> that's, that's yeah, we have to get rid of bulk. Yeah, that's, that's, that's true. That's what we realize yeah. as we grow up, is that the real monsters are everywhere around us. <laughs> so so we cut to the moon, and, and King Mondo's upset, you know, uh, understandably his evil plan didn't work. And he talks about how, like, the rangers have dishonored and besmirched the royal house of gadgetry. Have we heard that phrase before? I think... Early, they used it, and they will use it again later. But yeah, they call that's it's the machine empire, but like their royalty is called the royal house of gadgetry. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, like it's Daventry it's a cool phrase. I like the uh, yeah. the phrase. Um, I'm I always like giving villains a bunch of different titles, like Empress of Evil and all that stuff. But okay, so yeah, we have the conversation with Billy in the crowd and all that jazz, and then Bulk and Skull finally wrangle this fucking hell child. And he they, they caught up- it. So, sorry, I just made my daughter jump. They caught him in a net. <laughs> yeah, <And> like, <laughs> a, like a fly fishing sorry, net or whatever. I was just holding her, and she really jumped when I like said that too loud. I'm sorry. So, so yes. So, so like, man, we're gonna tell your uncle that you were a real piece of shit, and he's like, yeah, go ahead. I'll tell them that you couldn't handle one child, and you'll be kicked off the police force. And that, and they're scared of that. Which sucks. Like, cl- clearly this kid has a history of, like, pulling this crap with people. Uh, which he can do as the relative of a police officer, because it basically means <laughs> uh-huh. he can never be touched. Um, sure. Also, I just realized this kid has a really atrocious mullet. Holy shit, I never got it's, a good look yeah. at his hair it's until now. It's as bad or worse than Kid Rocky's mullet. It's yeah. very bad. I Every- tried to mention his mullet earlier, but you guys were talking. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Emily. Everything okay. about I'm Arnie so is, like, the worst thing ever, which is, like... Then he becomes like he he says Power Rangers and he gets a pie in his face and even his uncle Stone or Jerome Stone starts laughing at him around along with Balkan Skull at the end of this episode. Sh- and that's yeah, the end of it. it's it's supposed to be his his 
come up at the end of the episode yeah. as a pie in the face. But which it's just like this episode ends with three adults laughing at a child for getting basically pie assaulted. I get the sense on some level, just based on the way he reacts to the pie, that on some level, Lieutenant Stone knows his nephew's a piece of shit. <laughs> yes, I, yeah, no, I, I feel like right. he knows. I think you're right. Now, I mean, that it's said, his nephew. The kids probably pulled that same shit on him. Yeah, yeah. probably. Now, now, that said, the shot of Balkan Skull high-fiving while his uncle laughs hysterically <laughs> at this small child getting hit in the face with a pie is insane and wonderful. I love it <laughs> so much. And I hope much. it's the screenshot for the episode because it's, it's the best. Such a good, it's such a cops, good shot. Cops, that JPG. <laughs> this kid just... is already acting up because he gets he has no self-esteem gets no attention from his parents and we're gonna mock him for getting assaulted by this robot who recently <laughs> attacked the entire city and mind controlled every child <laughs> but, but Lieutenant Stone just laughing hysterically as the two the two people who he hates most in the world high five because his, <laughs> his nephew got hit with a pie. Yep. It's yep. so good. In fairness, I don't think Bulk and Skull are the people Lieutenant Stone hates most in the world. I, I think mean, they frustrate him, but I think on some level he likes them. Oh, yeah. I mean, they okay, just like found enough. found a way to bond over like the suffering of his own nephew right there because he's such a little turd. Uh, yeah. Well, that's fair, but yes, I I just it's just such a great shot, and it's such a good way to end the episode. And then um the the outtakes are like at least the first act outtake is from that shot. Uh, and it's like the pie hitting bulk in the stomach instead by yeah, accident because they missed, which is pretty good. Um, there's also an outtake where uh, the rangers, the suited rangers run out into the uh, um, gym and juice bar and the green ranger just slips on popcorn and falls down. And I wish they had just put that <laughs> in the episode. <laughs> yeah, it, it could have been as uh, as well-known and beloved as that stormtrooper who wangs his head running into yeah. the one <laughs> yeah, room on the Death yeah. Star. Yeah, it's just, it's a good outtake. Mostly, I don't think the outtakes are, are very funny, but that made me laugh. So that was pretty good. Because um, it was a person falling down. Yes, exactly. I do love it when people fall down. Man I like fall it when down people and hit bottom is comedy gold. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I like it when people who aren't me get hurt because I'm a bad person. <laughs> that's basically how it works. Um, so yeah, uh, that's the episode. Um, I'm gonna. So we've run kind of long again. I know we've been doing that a lot lately. Um, what I'm gonna say is we have not gotten to to do uh, questions from listeners in a while. Um, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna the teenies and tooties are coming up this year. Uh, the thing we do yearly where we cut 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 cut. Zach, it's better if you don't explain it. Okay, uh, Eric, cut that. The teenies and tooties are coming up, uh, and this this year we're going to do a standalone episode where we just do the teenies and tooties, and also. Listener questions. So, okay, so what are we going to call the questions part then? We've got the teenies, the tooties, and the... Withies. The withies, yep. yeah. 
<laughs> you just the you made the first maybe? try. Great job with these. Uh, so so yeah. Um, <laughs> if you have a question, or if you have, uh, a new question, or even a question that we haven't answered and you still really want to hear from us, please go ahead and send us a uh, send us a question. Um, you can do that. Teenswithtood at gmail is our email address. Um, that'd probably be the best place for this, so I can make sure to get them all at, at once. Yeah, I mean, at Teens with Tude and Teens and and the Facebook group are also still good. Yeah, uh, but email is probably the best way to make sure we get it. Um, yeah. and we're not we're not going to just shift to only answering listener questions once a year. It's mm-hmm. just they've been building up, and and honestly, that's the thing is if episodes have been running long, I don't know how we're going to fit an award show into the end of an episode. So it's right. like, yeah. So we're just going to do it all at once. So, so that's what we're going to do. Uh, if you have a question or if you have a question we ha- you've already sent in and we haven't answered, those are the three ways you can get it to us at Teens with Tude on Twitter, teenswithtude at gmail.com or our Facebook group, Teenagers with Attitude. Send us a question there. Um, it can be, you know, about anything, Power Rangers or anything else that you'd like it to be about. Um, and we'll have kind of a little end of the year special. Um, so uh, send those in. And I guess uh, check out uh, audioentropy.com, which is our website where you can listen to lots of other cool podcasts. Uh, does anybody have anything specifically they want to plug this week? No. Uh, I guess I'll plug my Twitter. I've been tending to do that because that's kind okay. of the thing I do. Uh, at Mike Loves Rabbit. It's a, lot of, it's a lot of rabbits you might expect. A lot of politics. A lot of Final Fantasy fourteen. Emily has completely... Uh, destroyed me. Uh, it's all mm-hmm. I can think about now is is that game. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's okay. Uh, anybody yeah. else got anything they want to plug? You can also c- catch me on Twitter at This Is Emeralds, where I also will talk about um, Fantasy 14 sometimes and post dog pictures. I retweet them. <laughs> so there you go. He's the bunny guy on the dog girl. <laughs> oh, I, I guess I'll do mine. I've been. Um, I've been posting more on on Twitter that's not just uh my just the the show account but me secretly slash not so secretly. So if you want to follow me you can do it at Chinchy McChilla. Uh yeah, there you go. Um spelled uh-huh. exactly like it sounds. Yes, yeah. C yeah. C H I uh, you can figure Lexi, it out. Lexi, Simone, you want to plug yours while we're while we're on a hot streak? That's supposed to be your your Sonic OC, right? Yes, it is my Sonic the Hedgehog original character. Do not steal. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, check it out there. Um, and I guess that's it for this week. So check in next week uh, when the Power Rangers ride horses. So Ooh. I don't know. That seems pretty good. Next week this- is really good, actually. I'm really excited for next week. I hope I can be on next week. It's funny because next week also opens with a fake children's television show, which makes me really hope the week after that does it too, and that's just how episodes happen now. Uh, But yeah, we'll see. So uh, come back next week, we'll do that, and yeah, that's going to do it for us this week. Um, So 14 Inches with Attitude, I've been Zach. I've been Mike. I've been Simo. I've been Lexi. And I've been Emily. And may the power protect you always. So glad I wasn't first because I did not have that list up and did not know where I was in the order. <laughs> Same. <laughs>